If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and would like to support us in progressing the podcast to help us to help you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast. There's a load of bonus content with a bonus weekly podcast that comes out every Monday with a bonus podcast series, Serial Killing It, with the bonus podcast series, Dead Dog Walks with Davey. And as well as that, we have additional content coming out soon following the finishing of the Champions League of Weir, which is going to be done so soon. So if you want to support the podcast, help us develop it, get some more equipment, other bits and bobs, whatever else, pay for my drug habit that I keep under under wraps, get over to patreon.com. Enjoy the show. I'm the slack guy. Nice t-shirt, Michael. It's not Michael Myers, it's me. Uh, oh no. <sighs> it was me all along. <laughs> Did you fall for that? Did anyone? Very, was... very convincing. Oh no, I'll tell you what. I realised, actually, whenever you mentioned the t-shirt there, probably not an appropriate choice t-shirt for Michael Myers. If any, if, if for those who don't get it, it's my feminist t-shirt. Because everyone knows I'm the number one feminist guy. So, um, yeah, and, and unlike me, a guy that's probably not a number one feminist guy is Michael Myers, who, would you go as far as to say exclusively, you know, really... Tra- I mean, there's feminists and there's guys that aren't feminists, then there's guys who actively go out of their way to, to murder women. Michael Myers is one of those guys. Has serious beef with his sister, Laurie. Doesn't like her. Um, had Also had beef... Ben... Get on the computer there and find out what Michael Myers' big sister, Judith. See if this is Judith Myers. I'm a, I'm a nerd. But he had beef. I think he had beef with Judith. I'm going to throw my, my ring on that. And I'm going to say, hey, it was Judith Myers. Am I right? Laurie? Laurie Strode's the wee one. He's the one he's after. But I think Judith was the big one he killed at the start of the first movie. Um, Some Halloween trivia here, maybe? Or I'll be scundered. Or I'll be scundered. Judith? Judith Myers, Yes. Killed her, boom, feminism, again, anti-feminist guy, and then he's after Laurie, so yeah, Michael Myers, not the number one guy, but welcome to Halloween special. Um, I don't know how my hair looks, because I've no way to see it, hopefully it's sitting okay, but pulling that mask on, but yeah, Michael Myers, not a feminist guy, I used to be terrified of him, probably my, I was going to say my favourite horror character, but can, is, it, is it, like, in today's day and age, is it appropriate to say you've got a favourite guy who kills kills women. You know, I think that's maybe a bit controversial. So I'd probably say not, but he was the one that scared me the most. He gave me the willies the most. To the point that I was, I genuinely wouldn't sleep on occasion because I would be thinking in my wee weird head that Michael Myers was going to come and get me, which as a sort of 12-year-old, 13-year-old, whenever I watched the Halloween film, I, I r- rationally believed he could very well be in my back garden. The older I've got the more I've come to terms with the fact that he, he probably wouldn't be. You know, in Michael's defence, and cre- credit to Michael Myers where it's due, he had beef with his sister, and that was it. Like, he didn't have any beef with anyone else. He minded his own business, looked after himself, did whatever he... And when you say looked after himself, the guy was in good shape. Like, that was probably the thing that gave it away, how I'm much fatter than Michael Myers was. Like, for a guy who was stuck in a, in a nut house all his days, he's fairly jacked, and he doesn't run. Like, he doesn't do intense cardio or Michael Myers he just kind of ambles he must like he must do a lot of steps of a day and you know maybe whenever he's out of, out of sight he does maybe he does sprint because he's always right behind you if you notice that when he's chasing you people are running and sprinting to get away from him and he always catches up or he has one of those wee foldable bikes he could like one of those Japanese guys briefcases and he just sits it down <laughs> that would be I mean there's Halloween there's a new Halloween film out I haven't seen it yet but I'm going to go and see it soon if if they don't have that, they're missing a trick. Like that, would should be something they should do. Show people run away from Michael, and he just walks up behind them and sets down one of those wee briefcases with wheels. Ding 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 ding. That'd be hilarious. Either that, because in the olden days he was just sprinting. So whenever he got around the corner, he was just fucking bombing it, and then he had to sort of you know slow up at the at the corners, and then look ominous and all around the corner. All right, mate. But yeah. I was afraid he would um, come and get me, but without realising, Michael Myers' motive was to just get his sister. So, I mean, I don't think he was going to go to himself. Whacked the big sister, didn't like her. She's a bitch, killed her. Don't like the wee sister, which, to be fair, I don't even know if he knew. I don't even know if the wee sister was born when he went into the nut house. I don't know if that's something 
they thought about, but he came out together anyway. He, so she must have been born because otherwise he would have just been all, you know, like a real emotional. Like he, when Michael Myers went to jail, he was about eight or something. You know, he locked him away. Like that guy Loomis, he was like, listen, have you seen the Halloween movie, Ben? Um, yes, but a while ago. Yeah, well, basically, in it, right, there's just a psychiatrist who's obsessed with him, but he's like, he says really weird things that when you actually think about, yes, as like the 20 year old Michael Myers, you go, oh, I can understand this, but see, whenever he was like six or whatever, or eight, whenever he killed somebody, he's like, and behind those eyes of darkness was pure evil. And he's like, mate, give him a tablet with Peppa Pig on it, let him go in the corner, watch that, he'll chill out, let him run about, tell him, listen, stop walking like a freak, Michael, go for a wee jog, stop just doing this weird stomp, jog, go jog, burn off a wee bit of energy, you wee twat, and he'd be alright. So I thought he killed the sister, and then the next thing his mind would be, tell you what I'll do, hop on a flight, head to Belfast, go get the Elliott, murder him. And when I realised that was the case, I'm like, yeah, I'm not scared of him anymore. I'm, I'm not scared... I'm happy, and Michael Myers to me now is just effectively very much an anti-feminist character still, so I don't love him, but just he's a cuddly guy. You know, maybe that's what Michael needs, just a hug. And I would suggest anyone, if you know Michael Myers, give him a hug. I mean, probably don't, because he would kill you, but, you know, in, in an ideal world, in an ideal world, you put your arms around him. It's all good. And speaking of things that are all good, I don't know if the listeners realised from that initial exchange. Um, the producer, Ben, the original Snake Rat, has got a mic. Now, he's the producer of the show. I'm the star, yet, for whatever reason, he turns up this week with his own personal mic and just mics himself up. Why Why did you decide to do that, mate? Um, I just thought the podcast was missing something. Missing something? Yeah. Oh, and what, what, what uh, do you, you think you are, you're the answer to the problems? No, but uh, I might help a wee bit. Might help, all right. Well, that's pretty offensive and uh, hurtful. But yeah, we thought we'd get you a mic because sometimes you you do you do interfere. I mean, that's the word you use. You interfere in things. Yes, you're the producer. I kind of wish you were a bit like Michael Myers, um, in the fact that you you've been burnt alive. But or other than that, silent. That would do. But no, you've got a mic, and I think it's good because a lot of people have been saying that sometimes, whenever you speak in the podcast. You know, a couple of different things people said. Sometimes people said, when you speak in the podcast, they can't really hear what you're saying. I've told them, project. I've said, come right here, speak. If you want to be a big shot, come on this, Mike. Give it some of that. Other people have said, you know, when you speak, they're like, what the fuck is that annoying song coming from the back of your studio? It sounds like some sort of mole has been hit by a car and is just dying at the side of the road. It's like, because that's what moles sound like. You know what moles look like too? We, because they're all blind with their wee fingers and all. That's what you sound like. But welcome anyway to the podcast. You, I, you. I guess now you're kind of like an honorary co-host, aren't you? You fucking nerd. Yeah, for now anyway. Yeah. And you're going to get a new Instagram handle. You're going to change it to at the snake rat or snake rat Ben. Something like that. You need to change that. Probably. Get people following you. See what the snake rat's all about. Maybe get a podcast one away from the... Would you purchase my podcast? What would you call it? Snake rat? Just Snake Rat podcast? Yeah. I'm, that'd probably do quite well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted it to be like, you know, a music one, because I know you're big into your music, nerd. Um, you call it like Snake Rattle and Roll? I'll just set a camera up in that corner of the room and that'll be my podcast. I mean, you know what? That's maybe something we could look at down the line is getting your mug on the podcast. You would have to comb your hair and put on a shirt most nights, but, it's not ideal. you know, we can get there. Because again, this is part of the process, isn't it? We're trying to keep evolving and improving and again especially on patreon that's where we're going to kind of in the next number of months get a few side projects i hope in the can now you're on the mic you're under pressure now we need to get those dates to film our wee secret project we do and you need to also tell me what i need to buy for my other secret project the last time i told you to buy you Mm -hmm. said it was all very expensive yeah well I can try and save up for it but I'm like listen what equipment can you get and fucking um, Steven Spielberg over here is like you could spend 17 grand on a lapel microphone and I was like you know you could spend 17 grand on getting surgery so you can go and fuck yourself that's what you need to do but again we that's what we use Patreon funds for to try and improve things and whatever now I am going to try to do I have an idea that I'm going to do 
on Patreon. Again, it's probably like this is probably a new year type thing, realistically. But again, if we plan for it, it'll it'll work well. But again, I would like it to be filmed by the end of November. See if it's not filmed by the end of November. I'm gonna do to you what Kim Jong un did to his uncle. And kill you with anti aircraft missiles. So no pressure. But that's just what'll happen. So I mean listen, I we're on I run a tight regime. I look like I'm the leader of the podcast. I'm the great supreme leader. Maybe that's what we need for the background. If I anyone out here who listens to the podcast, I know I have a lot of artistic listeners and people who like to sketch, draw, do graphics. You know, I have some nice cartoons of myself over the years, so maybe I'll get a few there, be be nice, but if somebody can, whether it be through Photoshop or whether it be through get like a a portrait of me to look like I'm a supreme leader of North Korea, do I'll I'll do the pose. This is the the pose. I actually have three pictures of supreme leaders of North Korea in my in my downstairs toilet at home. Don't worry about it. Um, Kim Kim Il Nam is like this. I believe he's like, and it's great. Then Kim Jong Il is like, and then Kim Jong Un's like. So I think he is probably the least banter out of three, the three of them. Like, but again, for me, I think I am probably a less banterful guy. So I'll, I'll give my sort of post same so much Kim Jong Un, and that's it. But yeah, you know what's weird? Just now I mention it. It's the Halloween podcast, but also all I can smell now is kind of like condoms, right? And um, which I assume is due to the Michael Myers latex <laughs> rubber. Otherwise, there's condoms in the room, which, as I know, is two guys with kids. Probably not big fans of, of said sheets, but yeah, just so you can know. I know there's not, well, maybe that's something we could do with Patreon money eventually. Get smell vision I mean, there's some scents that go on in this uh, in this studio. I, like, I think you're going to suggest uh, Slag Eye branded condoms. Branded condoms? I could do too. You know what else you don't do when you're on the mic? Keep squeaking that bloody chair. Cause it's going to pick up all that noise. You're screeching, you're screeching. I'm going to take the microphone off you. Yeah, imagine I did that. I was like, listen, excuse me, producer. I just give me that and smack your bum podcast. That'd be. A great sound though when he did it. It would be it would be good sound when it did it. To be fair, yeah, it absolutely would. Um, but speaking of things that are not good, I just wanted to um say that on the way here for the Halloween episode of the podcast, I, I we we you know maybe this is not the right phrase to use because people would would debate this, but we like to be straight on this podcast, don't we? We like to you know be honest, be open with people, let them know how we're feeling as people, and. To do, on the way to do today's podcast, I was feeling a wee bit down in the dumps, you know. Um, do, you ever just get, do you ever just get a wee bit down, Ben, for no reason, just you kind of feel a bit sad? Yes. And then that made me made me feel even worse because I was like, I have no reason to feel down here. So I thought to myself, you know, now what I have attributed to, because I've spoken about this before in earlier episodes, about having the odd bit of difficulty with the old Bonds, the old Bonds thoughts, get a bit down in the dumps, open about it. But... I think I have, I've had a lot on the last week. I've been a busy week. And then on the weekend there, um, my wife Catherine was working, serving the, the, the people, the NHS. Big clap. And I was just at home looking after the two girls. Now, both my daughters, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, just had the cold. Um, they were miserable. They were snotty. They were sick. The temperatures, obviously, we, we in today's day and age, you always just COVID. You're like, oh, no, what if they've got COVID? So we did, you know, we stuck the wee, then you stick your fingers up their nose. You stick your fingers up their nose and you stick your pinkies in their ears and then you try to, t- I'm t- you're supposed to try and touch the fingers so you get gunk from their ears and their nose and your fingertips. Then you flick it at a wall and then you like take a phone photo on like a scanner and then it tells you if you got COVID or not. So we did that to them. No COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad your wife is a nurse. Why? I just don't think you're quite cut out for that role. Why? Because I'm a man. Just because I'm a feminist. <laughs> you know, I I support men's rights. I support women's rights. I support I support people who don't even have a gender or I'm going to say acceptive gender, but that's probably people going don't accept of a gender. Excuse me. Um, don't know of a gender. Don't accept of a gender. Do accept of a gender. Do believe they don't have a gender. You know, whatever. Who cares? All that's silly to me. It's only love, you know. But my point is that a man could be a nurse as much as a woman could be a nurse, okay, mister? Or a trans, non-binary person could do that job as well. But that's just what I heard on a YouTube video. That was how to go test. 
So I did that. Then Catherine came home from work and did a, like, she stuck, like, these long earbuds up their nose. And I was like, what are you doing? And in their throat. But they didn't get COVID. So that's okay. That was a relief. Then as as would have it, when you have young kids, you get sick yourself. So yesterday was arguably one of the most miserable days of my life. Couldn't take the kids out. They were sick. I was stuck in indoors all day with two sick kids just crying, shouting at me all day. I had a headache. I had a sore throat. I had all this. You know when you get the snot nose, it's not COVID because you're like, your lungs aren't really sore. And obviously you did a COVID test. But you know when your nose is all runny in your sleep, you just get a wee sore lungs and you get all, all wheezy. I was all wheezy yesterday. And then I had a big gig last night that um, I was a wee bit, I was I was a bit nervous about. It was a new gig. I was hosting um, and organising in the Copeland Distillery in Donegadee, which by the way, is one of the coolest venues I've done stand-up in. It was amazing. And last night was the first night of it. Brought everybody down. Had a good gig. Mickey Bartlett was supposed to be on. He was sick. Had to cancel like a couple of days before. So that was a headache. I was like, oh no, what are we going to do? Um, got um, <laughs> Bungo Baggins in. Billy Thompson. And he did <clears throat> a great job at Rury Woods. Had Aaron Butler and myself. And it was just a great night. Worked really well. Loved it. A lot of my nerves about the gig were obviously allayed as soon as I got there because the staff were amazing um, and the acts were amazing, the audience was amazing, the venue was amazing. It was 10 out of 10 and there's going to be more down the line, which is great. So it was a lot of fun. As I was going to the gig, I was just pumping myself full of Lemsip and frigging um, strepsils and actually a minute, it probably sounds terrible, but I've got a wee soother in my gub for the podcast because of a really sore throat and... Again, I said it before. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna miss an episode of the podcast. See, Ben, can I just check with you? If I do get COVID, will you come to the COVID ward in a hazmat suit and produce the podcast from my bed? Sure. I'll be like Alexander Litvinenko, you know the Russian spy guy, who's in his bed all bald and all. Except I'm not have like a disease that makes me bald. I'm just losing my hair. Um, and then that could be the episode. We could just call it Alexander. Lit, but you know, put it in capitals because it'll be such a lit episode. We'll call it Alexander Lit slash Finenko. Also, last podcast, but yeah, obviously, also <laughs> my last podcast. But here, some people might enjoy that. But anyway, I digress, I don't know how I got there. But my point is, yeah, I was feeling down the dumps coming to the podcast, and I was like, you know what, I can't bring this negative energy onto the podcast. People listen to this podcast, and there are thousands every week to be. To be, to be picked up, have a bit of a laugh, have a bit of crack. And I thought, I need some energy. Sorry, before that, I'm just going to go off mic here and, and chomp down in this wee, wee sore throat. Sweet, one second. Is that gross in your ears, mate? It's not, not ideal, no. Oh, I didn't think it would pick up. See, this is the thing about me being a technophobe, doing a podcast with an actual nerd guy. He kind of like points out wee things. He's like, don't shout in the mic, don't squeak your thing. It was, don't touch this, because it really... It really sounds bad, doesn't it? Yes. So I try not to. Would you prefer I got something different than that that makes better sound? Just don't touch it. But listen, it's like, you know, whenever you're a wee boy and you've got a dick, you know, and your mum's like, don't you be touching that wee thing. You're like, I know, but it's like a wee thing. It stops the doors hitting the wall. I can't help it. Ding, ding, ding. No, you don't do that. I used to do that dinner parties and all some party trick. I'd come in and go, here, mum, what? Look at this. Ding, ding, ding. And all my dad's mates. And I'll be laughing. And then my mum be going, oh, for fuck's sake. And it was only at my 16th birthday. She said, you can't do this anymore. You stop doing that. And then I was like, why must I stop? Now I'm officially legal. Is there, there something you want to tell me? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I did that. I was a bit of dickhead when I was a kid. So what I'm saying, it was down the dumps. I needed to pick my mood up. I'm heading to the podcast. I'm thinking, I need something to, to get me in a wee bit of a buzz so I said I will get a coffee I'll go to Starbucks I'll get a coffee and I wasn't going to name the place that I got the coffee because I don't mean to be sly to people but it's where I went okay so I went in and get this coffee from them and as I was in the queue I saw the sign and it was like <laughs> I was in the queue and I saw a sign it was like kill yourself Dave no I saw the sign and it was like all Halloweeny, you know all Halloweenish for the Irish listeners, and it said you have all these nice things. Everything's like pumpkin spiced and ooh, Halloween. So I went, you know what? 
I slabbered at autumn time and pumpkin spice lattes a few weeks ago. But today for the Halloween episode, I said I'm going in and I'm buying pumpkin spice lattes for the boys. We're coming to the studio, we're getting into pumpkin spice lattes. We're going to have a Halloween time. It's going to be great. <clears throat> so I got up to the wee, the wee, like, speaker. And the guy at Starbucks is like, Hello, welcome, Starbucks, you want to order? And I was like, oh, weird, didn't they let people from Lauren work in Bangor Starbucks? But um, I said, yes, please, can I have, and I actually said, two skimmed, to be fair, pumpkin spice lattes for the boys. And the guy goes, um, we actually don't do them anymore. And I went, but they're on the sign. And he's like, no, nah, we don't do them anymore, mate. And by this stage, he dropped his wee weird accent and just started doing full smack. And I was like, well, it's on there. And he was like, well, don't do it. And I was like, do you have any other pumpkin stuff? Because everything's pumpkins, pumpkin biscuits and all. And I was like, it's a pumpkin biscuit. And he goes, no, nah, don't do it anymore. And I was like, but pumpkin, pum- it's not Halloween till next next week. Halloween is all about pumpkins. Like, I carved a pumpkin. My miserable weekend with my two sick daughters, the highlight of that was carving a pumpkin with, with the big one. Because the wee one's just fucking in the corner eating dog hair or something. And I thought, listen give me something Halloween-y and they were like nah don't have it so I was like so what and I actually said to him so what am I going to do for the Halloween episode of the podcast if we're not necking Halloween potions and he was like I could make you something up similar to it and I went okay what's similar to pumpkin spice latte and the guy with completely no joke in his voice just went a latte mate I went do you have and I went do you have any like pumpkin spice flavour or anything he goes nah and he goes, we've got some, and again, I thought it was unprofessional when he said this, he goes, got some other fucking syrups and shade if you want some of that in your fucking coffee, mate. And I went, all right, well, do you have any, like, pumpkin flavour that is similar to a, a pumpkin spice latte? So the guy's like, oh, right, hazelnut, mate, I'll stick some of that in it for you. So I'm thinking, you know, these guys call themselves baristas. They call, they, they're not just, like, say if it was me, i call myself a coffee maker. You know, I'm just a wee coffee maker. I make you a coffee. It is what it is. These guys are like, nah, we're baristas, mate. You know, it's like somebody working in a KFC being like, I'm a chef. You're like, no, you're not. You are a batterer of chickens. You know, you're a domestic violencer of chicken. You're not a fucking, anyway. These guys are baristas. So I'm like, baristas are going to know. It's like, you know, a chef knows the different spices to add the different meals to make them pop in a nice way. So I'm like, this guy's going to be like, like, I imagine in Starbucks they have, like, team away days where they go and they have, like, you know, a guy with circular glasses and a bald head and he wears a turtleneck and he, he's a very suave guy and he gets throws, like, wee shots out of different flavours and they all taste the shots and they're like... Again, like, a guy from Lauren is like, what flavour do you taste on this? And they're like, mmm, I taste that uh, a hazelnut. And you're like, what does it taste like? And it's like, oh, pumpkin spice latte. And it's like, yes, you add a wee bit of this. Potions, like Harry Potter. These, they're not just coffee makers. They're making potions. They're making flavours. They know how to work the palate. They know how to make the coffee pop. So I was like, yeah, I trust them, hazelnut. So I say I make it. Go get my coffee. I'm like, although it's not on the menu, I'm getting hooked up because I'm the king of North Down, getting hooked up. So uh, here we go. Doesn't fucking taste like pumpkin spice latte. You know what it tastes like? Coffee with too much fucking like candrel sweetener in it. You know what I mean? It's bogging. If anything, if you'd just give me the straight latte, would have been way better. So all I'm saying is, and I know people slap like see nowadays people slabber at Starbucks all the time. Like oh, I don't go to Starbucks because they make coffees in like actual coffee pots and they use actual coffee machines. Whereas I like mine to be drained from a brogue. It's like, oh, okay. I like the bean. I like to buy guava beans um, that are processed through the anus of a Macau, and then I like it to be drained through a Burgundy Brogue. And feeling a Burgundy Brogue, if I've had a decaf, I'll use a moccasin. And like these, like there's snobs about it. Starbucks tastes good. There you go. Put that on record. Stick in, like I said last night, last week. How's that for a picnic? Stick it up your arse. And that's exactly what it is. And to be fair, it's not, not nice with the hazelnut in it. It's not a pumpkin spice latte. But, you know, respect the Starbucks and hopefully, you know, if you just want to sponsor the podcast, um, you can. Have you heard about the coffee that comes through cats? Pardon? The coffee that comes through cats? The most expensive coffee in the world is um, found in this sort of cat's 
species. You know what it sounds like? The coffee comes through cats. The worst ever goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> the worst ever goosebumps book. The worst ever goosebumps book. Um. Oh, I probably can't say. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, what what is this? Say that again. The the, the coffee that comes from a cat. Yeah. So um, a kivet cat. A kivet cat. Yeah. Um. Basically, eats the coffee beans and then okay. shites them out. And then they make coffee out of it. And it's the world's most expensive coffee. You know what? Hipsters have gone too far and need to be stopped. Like, there's, you know there's a hipster sitting there. You know why hipsters, when they cross their legs, they always have three skinny legs and they cross them and then they go around the back of their own leg and hook it in. And that's how they think. They're probably sitting looking at this cat going like, whatever comes out of that cat's asshole next, I'm going to ferment and drink or eat. I have just sent you an image oh, of no. the before and after. The before and after of the caveat cat. The, the, um, with the beans before and after. Okay, so which are the beans before? Oh, so you mean, so the the beans of the actual coffee are look like coffee beans, and then afterwards, they look like coffee beans in a log of shit. I, I presume so. Yeah, are you, are you. I take it you've got this image up here on the on the screen for the 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 watchers and the YouTube to see. I mean... Oh, the the brown ones are before. The brown ones are before? The ones that actually look like turds. Are turds? Are turds. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it looks like a melted Snickers bar. Like, it looks like a Snickers bar you just left in, your, in the, 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 the car too long in the glove box. You'd be like, oh, this looks nice. And you open it and it's like, oh, what's this? But why is it set up in a wee, uh, on a wee table in like a wee wicker basket? Like, it's a, like why, why is there... Like, here's my question. So in this instant, right, there's, there's a made cup of coffee sitting there so there's the coffee's made but yet somebody's just dished up a shite in a bowl to sip you having a coffee mate yeah there's a fucking bowl of shite for you to just look at while you drink your coffee very strange it's after you're done did you do that coffee yeah well that's what it looked like yeah. before here mate do you, do you like imagine they did that with other foods you think mate you like a fucking bacon well here's a big fucking heifer of a cow look at a cow oh shit I'm scundered a big fat pig alright a big fat pig um, but that's that's weird, and it looks very much like it's, you know, it doesn't look like a hipster coffee place. That it looks like an, a North African coffee place. Like I've seen this place. By the way, I just want to go on record to say I have been looking for coffee shops in Belfast whenever I'm doing gigs. But for some reason, post COVID, they shut all coffee shops at like four in the afternoon. There's nowhere to get coffee when you're at a gig. It's bullshit. But then on the way to Lavery's one night, I walked past a place called like the Sahara. Shisha Lounge, which is easy for me to say, Shahara Shisha Lounge, and it just had a load of old men sitting out the front, smoking shisha, drinking coffee, and eating kebab, and I said to myself, that's a bit of me, so big shout out to Sahara Shisha Bar, I would like to go there um, at some point, hold on a second, um, I'm just, William Thompson's coming here after the podcast to have a, a chat about some stuff, talking some business, and uh I just need to tell him, don't come up now, or you'll ruin the flow of the podcast here. Um, at where is it? My office. I was actually nearly going to say my actual office address here, on the on the podcast. What's that place called? I don't even know what the restaurant's called. I know now. I've remembered. I nearly told him the old address. Oh no! So what have you sent me here now? Oh no! And even greater. Well, the step before it arrives in the wee wicker basket. What I want to ask about that is why why is the cat got the most chilled out shit in position? Why also does the cat have like sausage like a sausage meat film on its arsehole? Like it looks like instead of just a piece of shit, it looks like it's either going into a condom or like sausage skin. Like are these hipsters like you know the way in a sausage making machine you have to hold the skin up and then they squeeze the meat out? Are hipsters being like, Man, lift your tail, Mr. Cat, and just hold it on, just fucking Man, fill that up, bro. You know, fill that up, my guy. Which, by the way, oh, see that phrase, throw it in the bin, my guy, automatically makes somebody sound like they're on the spectrum. You know, they could be completely, like, you'd be like, what are you up to today, my guy? What? My guy? Like, who, who, you? stop it. Am I old? Hey, it is what it is. Ben, how long have we been talking for here? It feels like it's been longer than I even thought. About half an hour. Half an hour? There you go. And the Halloween special, I've been mean, spoken about Halloween. What are you doing for Halloween? Anything exciting? Just you're bringing the kids out, aren't you, to, to ask for money? 
Pretty much just doing the rounds. <laughs> As in door to door or just round family members like cash. Anyone has a nice car in the driveway, we knock up them. That's good. Well, you know what? I, I don't like anybody coming to my door. Like, so I've got cashew nuts for the kids. So if we've got a problem with that, they can fuck away. Yeah. Want some cashew nuts now? Well, you're an ungrateful bastard and fuck off around your own door. How about that for a, a picnic once again? But yeah, the pumpkin's out the front door. Looks good. Caught it myself with my with my daughter. It was a nice father-daughter moment if she didn't fucking win the whole way through. But it was a good time. And you know why people like to be all creative and be like, I made pumpkin soup. Like, you know pumpkin soup tastes like? Pish. So I had to make pumpkin soup. You know what I did? Scooped it all up and put it in the bin. And guess what colour bin it was? The blue bin. Deal with that council. Suck on that. Yeah. Recycle pumpkin. Salt of the earth. You know, fire that in. <laughs> in with your bottles. You know, fire it in. I use my blue bin. What I put in my blue bin, I put in anything that comes out that way. Uh, compost bin in the kitchen. I throw fucking pumpkin seeds in there. I put the lids of glass jars in there. And also... Use nappies and bottles of water. And then that's what I say. You know, the Ards of North Down Borough Council need to look at themselves. They need to reduce the prices of rents on commercial properties along the seafront of Bangor. And they need to put local businesses in and they need to regenerate the area and make it a proper town again. They need to make Bangor a city. What do you say with that, Ben? Yeah. Here's an idea. Listen, there's my pitch to the council here. There's a lot of empty shop units there, there's a lot of empty places. People could go in, don't charge people rent for the first year. And then once, if their business is successful, charge them a reasonable rent. Get it up and running. This is very boring, but mm-hmm. they, the whole the whole redevelopment of Bangor yeah. has I designed it that. stopped again. Why is it stopped? Because a pond might flood. A what? A pond might flood. A pond? What's a, a pond? A pond. A pond? Yeah. Where? And it wouldn't drain properly because of all the pipes underneath the town. But you know what? They don't need to do that whole development that they're planning on. They could just let the rent be cheaper. And people... Like, there was a company I remember. We we were looking at spaces to do the podcast in because, believe it or not, Ben and I both live on the Gold Coast of Bangor. And we have to come to Hollywood, uh, gross, to record the podcast. Because, believe it or not, the rent is more affordable in Hollywood than it is... In, in Bangor and that's that's BS because see if someone gave us a decent space we could do anything you want we could do anything you want and we would pay you more, more than zero pounds which is a lot of what people are paying there now I know people don't listen to this podcast to talk about town regeneration but sometimes you know sometimes you got to switch it up you just got to try and you know be a little bit different and that's what we've done that's what we've done this week we're talking about that but um, I've, you've, you've, you've kind of like last week when you told me Arsenal were shit on the podcast this week, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, I'm annoyed they're not regenerating banger so my kids can't enjoy their teenage years. You know, one's one, one's three, and I'm like, see when they're 17, what a time in their life if they just made a boardwalk. Make a boardwalk and banger, please. You know, they'll have a first kiss on the board. No, they won't, do that. they won't kiss anybody. But give them a boardwalk to sit with her friends and have candy floss on the boardwalk. That's my pitch to Arts North Town Council. Give us a boardwalk. And also just... Eradicate arts, just take art any funding that goes to arts, give the banger, and then to get massive pneumatic drill and just get it to just drill the border between arts and banger, and then just use all the money you would have put and just push arts into the into the Stratford lock, just send it out to sea. What do you think about that for a pitch? Probably be cheaper than redeveloping Bangor, to be fair. Yeah, and then also just, you know, blow up Lisburn while we're at it. Let's, if, we're, if, we're, if we're just redesigning the country, let's just go for it. Yeah, fuck Lisburn too. Um, yeah, I thought that was very open of me and very honest. Can I move this now? Let's yeah. just make a sound. Right, guys, it's time for the podcast that everybody's for some reason, seems to love. It's the, it's the Sly Dig, which, you know what I've realised? I host a podcast called The Sly Guy Podcast, and whatever way my big fat tongue works, I can't say sly very well. I say it like we've got a speech impediment and it embarrasses me. Alright? So the topics this week. Jordan McKay said, people who walk really slowly in front of you and then just stop abruptly for no apparent reason. Oh, Ben's over there sighing. Is that something that gets to you? Yeah. Can I ask you off the bat, does your wife do it? No. My wife does this thing, right? And she says, what's the problem? I'm like, everything is the problem about this. She'd walk into a shop so say like what shop do we go to like I know Tag Har, Rolex or fucking Marks and Spencer or whatever so we're walking into Marks and Spencer she'll have the, the babies in the pram she'll walk in and she will as soon as she goes through the door 
stop to like assess what she needs to do whilst i'm still trying to gain access to the shop but then she's just stopped there like wonder where she go first the, the food hall's over there um got some nice nice jumpers over there the lingerie is there you've got actually a few few wee pairs of goddies you might need because you're big fucking monster feet and i'm like there's a queue of people now i can't get in because you just stopped dead in the middle of the entrance of a shop and she does that all the time and then if you're kind of like move or you kind of like sort of not i was gonna say you fucking push her when you kind of edge her in she just turns around and is like what are you fucking doing and i'm like i'm not not hurting you all right i'm just trying to scurry you in she does that all the time and it tends to be older people too which makes it awkward see if an old person's walking slowly and then stops in front of you normally to breathe or like take away pump their wee fucking oxygen cylinder that they have attached to their wee shopping bag turn that on if you bump into them and knock them over, you're the bad guy. It's not my fault I'm an actual juggernaut. I'm like one of those vintage juggernauts. It takes a wee while to get up, like a steam train. It takes a wee while to get... In, in both life and in the bedroom, it takes a wee while to get it up, get it cracking, get it, get the coals fired, you know? But then what I'm saying is it takes a long time for it to slow to a halt. So if you're an old person walking in front of me and you stop, expect to be obliterated, my friend. Can I add a little side? Yeah, go ahead. People who are walking down an aisle, Tesco's wherever, mm-hmm and stop to look at say, the aisle to their left, but turn their trolley with them. So yeah. The trolley then is pointing at Block the, the trolley. And blocks the whole thing. I've got to move for that. What you do is you're walking, right? You lift your boot like this, and you put the bottom of your boot nut, and you fucking boot it into them, and you go, out of my way, dickhead. <laughs> That's how you deal with that. Hold on. Bil- Bilbo's on again. Um... He's five minutes away. We'll get this wrapped. Right. So, yeah, well, that's an annoyance, Jordan. Absolutely. Good shout this week. Um, and you strike me as a polite sort of guy. But you know what, though? Have you ever seen the music video? I think it's for Bodies by Drowning Pool. And it's like, let the bodies hit the floor. It's just a guy walking about just really pissed off. And then when he goes, Flaw! he just fucking whiteys. Kicks the shit out of people. It's like that. You should just always listen to Drowning Pool's bodies as you're doing your Tesco <laughs> shop. You know, or, or listeners to the podcast and doing their ladle shop or whatever. By going through, it's like, the bodies. And just fucking smack <laughs> some freaking granny out of the way with a fucking leg of lamb. Have some of that, bitch. <laughs> Naomi has said, certain coffee shops I go in for and ask for oat milk. I feel like I've asked asked them to walk through the fires of Mordor. I didn't choose the dairy-free life, it chose me. Should I be made feel like a pain for asking for it? Yes, you should be. I feel like um, if you're one of these people who have to ask for special milk, maybe the, the you know, maybe the coffee life's not for you. You know, some, like, as a friend, I have a friend who is lactose intolerant. He's friggin' dairy intolerant. He has Crohn's. Anytime you go, you go to a restaurant, and you'd be like, can I, you'd be a Nando's for talk's sake. Say, listen, can I have the, bo-? like, it's going to be a very specific order for me. You might think this is actually my order in Nando's. Can I have um, the boneless thighs, please, medium, with um, rice and peas with a wee side of halloumi as well. I mean, if we're, if we're rushing here, could it just have the three wing starter as well? Um, and they'd be like, yeah, except can I make a few changes to that? Could you hold the, the boneless thighs, please, and actually just put um, the, chick- the actual chicken burger meat on the plate instead of boneless, boneless thighs, please. Can I have um, a pineapple as opposed to the rice? And the peas, actually, I can't eat peas, but I just worry that maybe they've been cooked in in, 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 in maybe dairy. So instead of peas, could I have, have walnuts there as well? And instead of just having the, th- the three legs, just could I have a slice of lettuce, please? And they're like, so what do you want? They say, oh, well, give me the, the boneless thighs, obviously with the, the peas and rice with side halloumi, but then you need the just switch the the bonus thighs for the chicken and then the the pineapple can be the the rice and then for the peas just a slice of lettuce so if you want lettuce pineapple and a chicken breast no I want the bonus thighs but instead of bonus thighs chicken you know that's how awkward it is and what i'm saying to you Naomi, is yes see if you go in over time the body's evolved to the point where it's gone i can't have milk that kind of means that you have to go and live in guantanamo bay now it's unfortunately the way of it but what i would do my advice to you is if you don't want to feel awkward and um, don't leave the house become a hermit or always have oat milk on you that'd be gangster like a sort of an oat milk cowboy don't worry hold the milk i've got my own i mean as a woman probably if you don't produce oat milk there would be very creepy to a barista You'd be like do you want any milk in that you're like no hold the milk i've got my own and they're probably like 
I mean, but oh no, oat milk. I'm not actually just going to produce a teat and and into the, which, by the way, I have seen. Haven't? <laughs> I'm just lying. <laughs> I mean, that's another falsity. See, whenever you have kids, you have this. Um, like when I was growing up, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that women only produced milk from their boobies whenever they had like babies. I just thought it was like a weapon women had. So like if you were slabbering at a woman or something and you're at a distance, they could just go, yeah, squirt tip milk at you and you'd be all, ah. You know? I just thought they had an ever-ready supply of, of milky tits. like, And alas, I figured that they don't. And, you know, it's kind of disappointing. And I actually had a male friend who said he could squeeze breast milk out of his own breast, but it was just sweat. He squeezed sweat from the sweat glands of his nipples. He squeezed them so hard like he's trying to burst a spot. But he was just like secreting what looked like pre cum out of his nipple, but it was just sweat, stinking. Can you do that, Ben? No. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I haven't tried. No, well, here, listen. Next week on the Patreon episode, Ben's going to try and get breast milk out of his tits. Um, J Red has said shoppers and supermarkets just abandon the trolley mid aisle to go and browse the shelves. We've already hit on that one. That's a good call. That's tied in a bit. But yeah, I hate that too. And you know what I do in that instance? See, whenever people leave a full trolley, I just push it out of the way. So I, I take it with me if I don't have a trolley and just push it down the aisle. Then you look back in the aisle and you see someone going, oh, and I always do that. Where's my trolley? Ah. But then in your mind, you go, I hope that's somebody with dementia. I hope it is. And then I'm just ruining their life. I swore the trolley and you're like no you and then it'd be like has anyone seen my trolley and I'll be like you didn't have a trolley mate should you be going back to fold now or what <laughs> and then I bundle him in the boot of my car and bring him to Savoy and leave him <laughs> Jane Riley has said moving house and the dump being jobs worth about letting you in the van we'd go from North Belfast and use a friend's postcode and got into Carrie Duff by the skin of our teeth you know what this is we're going to fall out here because I'm a big fan of dump. I, f- I feel like it's a rite of passage. When you go to the dump, you need to know the rules of the dump. You need to respect the dump. And that also applies in my house as well. you got to respect the dump. Don't be coming in the bathroom and daddy's dropping loads. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't be going in with a van. See, if you're moving house, what you do is you phone the Ards of North Down Borough Council and say specifically the Ards area. Be like, you guys have the fuck all else to do because Ards is a dump. Can you come and collect all the shit from my house, dump it. That's the plan. Um, what are your thoughts on art? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that one coming, did you, Benny? Oh, hold on a second. Williams, Williams here is gonna say, um, hold on. A sec. Um, unless he's outside in the cold, then you might have to go and get him. <laughs> If that's okay, and mm-hmm. I'll just keep keep going. Um, Mark Beggs has said, literally just as I snorted into the microphone there, the sound of anyone chewing or smacking their lips could be very easily sent me into a murderous rage. You know what? Hold this thought, because Lee's comment is, people who cycle to work and strut about the office in their cycling gear, it's an office, not a gym, lads. Both of those things are things I've spoken about on previous episodes. Mark it's misophonia, it's a condition I suffer from. Makes me genuinely want to murder my family when I'm having a dinner without having any noise in the background, whether that's a fan above the cooker, whether I have to turn up the filter in the goldfish tank or whether I have to just turn the TV on or just put my AirPods in and just listen to Drowning Pool and repeat, let the bodies... And then that's the thing too, because whenever you're listening to Drowning Pool, you do you do, you do flip out when the hits flow. So I'd just be sitting there watching my mum eat vegetable soup and as soon as he hits that thing, I just, like, sorry mum, right to the head. I wouldn't hit her in her face, her nose to hurt her, just the forehead to startle her. Do you ever do that? Your mum's being fucking Larry and you just hit her with one stiff dig right to the forehead and just fucking just discombobulate her a bit. Yeah, just a jab to the forehead. Um, no, my mum, it's the only fucking job she's getting. Auntie, vaccine, bitch. Um, by the way, that's a complete not her lie. My mum's my had all the vaccines and some, you know. Um, she just actually on the way to get a vaccine there was this fella you know just sat standing outside the city hospital um, train station was like here love do you want a job and she was like oh, I just fucking and then she ended up just vomiting um, bubbly saliva and passing out but anyway that's another talk for another day oh no I've just that's probably the worst noise ever um, only second I, this is, is is this fun content when you're just in the middle of the pod? Are you are you outside, mate? Are you out there, I? 
Um, I'm very saying Ben. Ben, yeah. Do you want to go and get get William, and I'll just wing sure. this next bit. Um, yeah. Hold on, I'll say Ben's coming for you. What a, what a response! This is how boys respond to me. I said, "Are you outside?" He said, "Yes, I'm in an alleyway." Ben, go fetch the boy from the alleyway. Um, there we go. Um, so yes, that was a slight day, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, also, just want to talk about my Ulster Hall show, which, by the way, is coming up as as usual on the uh, as usual as I mention every week on the seventeenth of December and William William is four stories below us here and we can hear the guy but the Ulster Hall tickets are selling really well for that I'm buzzing I'm excited and um, the time is nearly upon us so if you haven't got your tickets yet get on over to the Ulster Hall website you can get the link through my social media channels and then just buy your tickets um, and could you make more noise William yeah he could what is that you brought, like he's brought cookies with him chicken breast I, it's a chicken breast is it uh, I bet you, I told him to bring a gear, and it's probably just is it laced with, with. Do you, can do you want to just jump on, sure? Do you want do you want to jump on? Oh, I just nearly finished here. So yeah, jump on in. Welcome to the Sly Guy Podcast. You're I think the the, the first, the first guest. Yeah, I mean, do you have a chair? Or do you want to just stand? Come just stand over here. Must look like I'm cutting the promo. Yeah, you know it does. Does very much look like it. That's probably the first time anyone's ever said that to you, is it? Be shorter. Yeah, Be yeah shorter. you're too tall, William. Yeah, so yeah, well, that's it. I'm just talking about Monster Hall Show. There's still tickets available. Have you bought yours yet? Yes. Because I was going to let you in free, so you've mugged yourself yeah, there. I haven't. I yeah. was being nice. Well, well you're barred now. <laughs> you know, and there's actually disability seats available too, so you're not even getting them. Fair, fair enough. And you know what? All your mates as well are like coming fucking pushed in by their big mates and they're like, fuck them too. I don't have disabled mates. I, I feel... Good, I, I don't like I like being either. the only one. Good, I don't like them either. All right? They're weirdos. <laughs> anyway. Just act normal, guys. Anyway. <laughs> it's just... Stand up. Like. <laughs> anyway. The podcast is no longer going to be sponsored by Modest Beer because I think they'll probably just listen to the last five minutes. But yeah, it's an independent brewery. Brewing. Small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Um, do you like Modest Beer yourself? Have you ever tried any? I've never tried any. I'll give you a few tins to take home with you. 100% I'll try them. And if there's ever one man that loves to just bring beers home with him, it's you. I didn't speak about this yet, but we went to watch Shane's show in the, uh, waterfront. In the waterfront on Friday. Yeah. And, the, like, again, there was no rider. Like, I thought to myself, you know, there's bound to be something. But they were like, listen, Shane, you can have free stuff. And we're like, not knowing Shane, just like about 40 beers. Yeah. And like, he's like, oh, I don't drink beers because there's gluten in it. And you're like, all right, mate. And um, <laughs> so there's just all this this fridge full of beer. And at the end, the security guy was like, you can take all that beer home with you if, if you want. And you, I have never seen a man get more excited. You were like, kind of. And then you just no bag to take them in. So you were like, you gone from being so excited to being heartbroken. I was scurrying about and that room. Like, their own open doors you were like you were like an addict like looking for a hit you were just trying to find a bag like at one point you were on your knees like assessing whether you should take the lining out of a bin and just fucking out and take the beer I was just walking around the room in circles going oh no oh no but then like Aaron Butler he ended up letting you use his rucksack which was very nice nice but also really sly because the entire time you were crawling around like a crack whore he had a full empty rucksack in his back <laughs> you know a Spider-Man rucksack the guy's like 35 I Spider-Man think I had rucksack. to go to him like can I use that actually yeah. like he didn't offer it and it's like, but you he know, still gave it to me you know in the bible there's always the one guy that like they always mug off in the bible they always like make a dick out of them they're like see you you mate you've got no fucking money and all you're a trump you know that guy and then everyone's like oh and no every chapter of the bible every chapter of the bible or it's like you're a wee fucking dirty wee trump and all and everyone's making fun of that person being like you've got no money you're a whore you've got no shoes right and then ultimately jesus comes along it's like but you've got a good heart mate you're the right one these guys are all fucking sly so yeah piss off. he's going to heaven and you're all going to hell that was so kind of like kind of like butler he should have earlier Giving you that, so Jesus would have come down and gone. It's nice you've done that, but you should have done it at the start. He also would have went, "Don't drink." Yeah, don't drink. This is bad. But then Jesus is like, "Well, what am I supposed to do with my magic?" Um, What's the story in the Bible? I remember is it like the guy Barabbas who's like a a, a thief and he, he steals money and everyone comes to see. I mean, Jesus? that's normally what she she's thieves do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was a thief that stole. Um, yeah. Barabbas. Barabbas, yeah. And Jesus was like, "Is it?" Ben? I could be wrong here, but Jesus yeah. was like. You get the confront seat, mate, and there's all these poor people and disabled people being like, but Jesus, like, we actually crawled across the desert, and he was like, nah, nah. Yeah. Barabbas is a thief, and I'm trying to make him see the error of his ways. Yeah. Barabbas is probably going, 
Jason O'Harmia, all these fucking disabled people are here listening to you. I yeah. should be in their gaffs, stroking them. Like, what's going on here? Robbins had his hands around someone's watch. Yeah, Robbins is like, oh no, shit. <laughs> if this is a if this is a shout here and you've got this guy's name right, this is ten out of ten. Barabbas. Uh huh. Um, done for treason. Barabbas was done for. Did he get murdered? Crucified. Oh well, there you go. Fuck's sake, <laughs> the fat lot of good being mates with Jesus is. <laughs> Barabbas is like, listen, come here. Tell, tell us what you've done, Barabbas. I fucking stroke a load of watches, did I? It's like Romans. <laughs> Crucify him. Just like you're forgiven. Get him. Yeah. And he goes, see, Barabbas, if you'd have got justice earlier, you would have had your hands cut off and they could have nailed you to the cross. But you're not fucking. Sh- <laughs> Bastard, <laughs> yeah, and then the bar was probably one. Jesus Christ, and they're like, "Hey, too far, <laughs> too far." I'm here. Oh, poor old Barbus. <laughs> and how did the, how did this all come about? A sponsor, right? Oh, you and the free booze. So, yeah. have you had any of them yet? I haven't. No. No. So what what I'm saying is, you'll leave here today with more beer. Yeah. Man, it's probably only like to be fair, one ten because I think it's in the next room. Like, so you you'll be able to carry. You won't need a bag to carry. You'll be all right. But yeah, modest beer at modest beer www.modestbeer.co.uk Just, you know, you know the lot enough people don't do? Use Google. Well, where did I hear about this modest beer? Google. And then there you go. That's it. You find it through there. I love when anyone does it. Where can I find it? And you just send them the link to Google. Yeah. Because that's where you find everything. The worst one, I I mean, and I'm sure people get it too. And you get it as well. I feel like it means you Stand up. This. You know yeah. what I mean? See, whenever you, no, not, don't actually, but when <laughs> you're doing shows, where, where can I get tickets to your Ulster Hall show? What's my name? Dave Elliott. Where am I doing a gig? Ulster Hall. Google it. Yeah. And literally, first thing comes up, yeah. tickets. Um, There's going to be at most three different links for that. I know, and it will all get you the same thing. Tickets <laughs> yeah. to my show. Yeah. Oh, I meant to get tickets for your show, but I didn't know where to get them. <laughs> All right, man. I hear people say, I was like, just say you don't want to come see me. I know. That's fine. But I don't mind that. See if people are just like, no no harm. Like, who did it? My sister, actually, did it to me one day. She was like, um, I'm going to come home. She lives in London, right? She goes, I'm going to come home and I'm going to look after your kids during your Ulster Hall show. And I was like, oh, that's really kind, but also, do you not want to come? And she was like, nah, I don't. And I went, why? And she's like, oh, to be honest with you, I just don't think you're funny. I never really have. And I went, <laughs> all right, well, at least you're honest, you know, and I can't even hate her for it because she's well, straight you, up honest. You can appreciate that, you know, when I, people I like what they like. Yeah. And then, you know, also fully written her out of the will, but, you know, fuck yeah. her. Um, but at least she's babysitting the kids and I won't have to just leave that's, them by that's themselves. three cans of modest beer you're not getting. Exactly. Because so. you're getting them. I'm getting them, yeah. I'm Imagine the you're just, that's your new thing. You just collect beers. Like, you don't even drink them. You just go around collecting them everywhere you go. You don't get paid for gigs. Think we should be oh, you got mugged, by the way, last night. I mean to tell you. I didn't mean to tell you. What happened? You got mugged hard. Bye. See, at the end of the gig, uh-huh. they were like, we did a gig last night in the distillery. By the way, great gig, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the first one there, so we finished the set on the way out. They're like, "Oh, you can do you want to grab a grab a bottle of gin or something or take." Oh shit! Oh, yeah. fuck! I did get mugged. You got mugged, so that's what uh, I get for leaving early. You do, but listen, it. Um, it was a wonderful game. I had loads, yeah. loads of lovely wee messages after. Yeah, it was great. It was it was a really good time, and everyone did really well. Yeah. And I was nervous as fuck to start because we've been sick all day. We've been hanging out. Well, this is the third day in a row we've been hanging out together. It's yeah, weird, it? but um, right. but. What are we going to do tomorrow? Just go picnic or something? Or walk <laughs> Take me for an ice cream. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good time. And there, there, there's going to be more in December. So not that great? So, very, very um, so just whack through these questions. And then we, we, William's actually here because we just hang out now together every day. So yeah. um, we've a bit of work to do together. Um, and you that, like that? Is that a little Vince McMahon one? That? No, that's, a, that's actually... Can you um, see from my angle why I think that's a Vince? Yeah, it does look like Vince. I mean, he wouldn't wear an outfit like that, but it's unless probably he had like some sort of character of, of an African origin, and then Vince would be like, I'm going to be your manager. And he'd be like, but Vince, that's an offensive <laughs> outfit. And he'd be like, but the guy beside him is freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, though. Is it? Yeah, Orange Cassidy, and I believe that's... Um, Aaron Butler. A guy, Aaron Butler. It's a guy from BTS called Jimin. That's really yeah. same when people in movies move into a house. Yeah, that's sitting at like the he lives there. Side. Yeah. yeah, that's the haunted thing. Yeah, he's definitely a bit creepy, isn't he? And he was seven quid, so he may actually be possessed because normally his BTS dolls are like forty quid. But I'll not worry about it. Right, John Joe said, as a fellow dog guy, I'm keen to know if you'll be removing young Vinny's junk. Will I be cutting my dog's balls off? Yes. Personally, I will. Yeah. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Like I did it to the neighbor's dog without consent, but 
Who cares? Throw down a few as the bags away you go. I just said, mate, do you want a wee treat? And he came with a treat and I just fucking took two broken bits of brace blocks and just oh. took a boss clean off him. But no, my dog is now at the stage where he is a horny teenager and it's gross. No, now I know how my mum felt. Like having to clean my bedroom and all. And, and like, I mean, my mum did it with Grey, you know, to be fair. Um, But he has started like, and I'm sure every teenage boy goes through the phase where they like, they fuck their own bed. You know, they're just in their bed and they're fucking their own bed. He's fucking his own bed. And then obviously when you, you finish fucking your own bed, like, I'm all right here, you, you rip it apart with your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's what Standard he's been doing. Boy he's, he's done that twice. He's doing uh, that and he's listening to Limp Biscuit the entire time. Yeah, and he's just like chocolate starfish, not even knowing what chocolate starfish is. And he's going, oh, fucking Fred Durst makes me, whoa. My wheel. Yeah. Um, give me something bed. to break. And you're like, oh, no, not my fucking banjo cord, though, please. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna get his balls cut off and soon because he's he's the biggest dick in the house and it's just really freaking me out. Um, Johnny Stevenson had said, has said no. Want to put a call out for questions? So Ben put a graphic up there. I'm gonna send you the graphic to put up because that's a great question. Um, Sharon has said there's a so- a song that instantly transports you back to being a teenager. What an appropriate segue actually from that. That's very good. Is there any what like? Because again, now this is this is where we're gonna see each other's ages. Um. You're ten years younger than me, which is embarrassing. Yeah. To say, like that means technically, I could I could be your dad. You're not. I had puberty. Brackets. You're I, not. That I had, far yeah. Away from I, I had puberty whenever I was eight, mate. So yeah. I had a full big set of grey balls when I was ten. So I could quite quite believably be your dad. I don't even think my my dad has grey balls yet. So. Yeah, he's gonna be pink dick still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know that? But. Respect. He just sends me it every week. But don't <laughs> like, speak, but he, yeah, he he's like, what's happening, son? You're like, oh, same as the last week, that weird. <laughs> but yeah, what's the song if you were to hear? Even it, it's hard to, to pinpoint to a song, but what about like an artist? Anyone who no, like that's. I, I could go specific song. It's not even a song I particularly like. Hoobastank, the reason. <laughs> I fucking love that it's song. Great. That's a great song. <laughs> that's somebody who that's for, like watches too much Dawson's Creek and cries over girls. Yeah. And the reason is you ah <laughs> while they're humping their bed and eating their pillow. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so what what is the song? Do you know I Am I Wrong by Nico and Vines? It's like Am I wrong for cheating at the box where I can't stay? Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I know yeah. that. That was that came out as I was in my last year of school, just learned to drive. Sunny day, getting out of school. That's that was nice. on the radio, flat out. I think any song by Busted reminds me of my, being a teenager. I just love Busted. Actually, like, I like Busted. Busted are great. Um, Thunderbirds is a great song. But like, also the Anima of the State, the Blink One Eight Two album, is another one. It was one of the first albums I bought that when I liked music, I bought that album and the history of rock by Kid Rock in the same day and they were the first two albums I bought and I was like like that first ever album I think I owned was the Marshall Mathers LP mm-hmm. in fact I'm a liar I asked Santa Claus for a Spice Girls album because I thought there, you know we used to get the wee books inside the album with the pictures Yeah. I thought there'd be like pictures of Jerry in it and I used to really fancy her but I couldn't tell my mum because and then I started buying Smash Hits magazine and my dad was probably like he's a wee freaking special one like whereas my mum was like what the hell? And really, I was like, there's got to be posters. There's, there's got to be, gotta be posters. Special edition titties. And then you stick a picture of Jerry Hollywell to your bed. And you, oh, and you, and you fuck the poster on the bed. Oh, I've all been there. <laughs> no? Yeah. No? Oh, no, I'm embarrassed. Now, people are like, actually, no, only you and your dog. Posters were obsolete by the time I was a teenager. You know what it's I... It's like, oh, I've got this Kudaloo poster. We're like, you have a yeah, phone. Yeah, you, you were freak. definitely... Yeah, see, in my day, like... One of my earliest memories of my... I mean, who thought the podcast would go down this route? The sexual awakening was... you two of us in the room, so I'd Fair. You used to get... Um, I'm taking the knee this whole podcast, by the way. <laughs> respect. I like that. <laughs> Listen, you're respecting the blacks and I'm respecting the bitches. So together we are. We are just the modern men. But um, and I remember, like, I, I don't know if this is something that you missed in your in your childhood, but did you still get to save up coupons from the back of, of uh, cereal boxes to get things? No. I got to save coupons at the back to get posters of the gladiators right now what was great was I remember going like ah oh, finally a couple I had enough to get two posters right and I want I go I want Hunter and I want Shadow they're my two favourite gladiators lifestyle like lifestyle or life size photos of Hunter and like posters of Hunter and the gladiators and I was like Hunter and Shadow and I says to my dad can, can you get me Hunter and Shadow and my dad goes nah and I went <laughs> 
why can't I have Hunter and, and Shadow? And I've only realised now I'm a bit older is the fact that my dad didn't want his son to have two men in, in effectively just skimpy leotards on his wall, two hunky, muscly men, which, by the way, to this day, I would still quite happily have hunky, muscly men. I so he, with the women. No, so he goes to me, he goes to me, he goes, here, I'll pick who you're getting. And I went, all right, I like the gladiators, I'll take any of them, Jet and Lightning. So this babe Jet on one wall, who by the way I think was my first crush, and Lightning on the other wall, who let's be fair, would kick out of bed eating biscuits like she was pretty sexy herself. What about Wolf? Did Wolf get a look at? No, the Wolf man was too like he was too old. Like I was looking at you know with ageism in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck's this old freak doing? Yeah, he's good in the mic, he's good at shooting a promo. Yeah. But these other guys are squishes. Sure, when they did the Reeve Hunt one like a few years later, he was like the only one that brought back. Yeah, but but to, sexy. But to be fair, he's like the nature boy, isn't he? He's maybe not necessarily physically got it anymore. Yeah. But he's the dirtiest player in the he's game. He's Jake the Snake. He's got he those is. eyes. He's got the eyes. He's got the mind. And he always used to threaten kids and all. And like nowadays, probably no place for it. You know, like back in the day, I remember him dropping the nut in the eight-year-olds. Like he'd be walking past, he'd be going, you're a wanker wolf. He goes, I'm a fuck boy. Oh, so, so you said dropping the nut oh, in no. the <laughs> Yeah, hosted by Jimmy Savile in the day. Like. <laughs> Was it? No, it wasn't. It's John Fashionow, who, by the way, who I don't... F- who the fuck's that? Auga! Doesn't. Nope. Doesn't help me at all. <laughs> That's brilliant. I feel so old, but I love it. Um, oh, here. This is. A, I feel like this is a good one for you. Which again, the segues today have been second to none. Naomi has said, "What is morally okay, but seems illegal." Oh, that's a good one. Me having a, a somebody on the podcast actually is <laughs> pretty weird feeling. When Woody Allen married his like stepdaughter, it was for some reason. Yeah. Seemingly fine, but should for sure be illegal. Who who was it? I was listening to the podca- a podcast. I think it was Norm MacDonald mm-hmm. on Mark Maron, maybe. And he was saying he was in an, an event. No, I'm a liar. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't, Mark, it wasn't Norm MacDonald. It was... Ooh. I can't even remember. Rosebud Baker. She was on, right? And she... Her... Granda was like somebody in um, George Bush Senior's cabinet, right? In in, in 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 the American government, right? So he's high up. So she would go to these like flipping big dudes and all the White House and stuff. And she said she was at one of these dudes, and Woody Harrelson was there with his with his wife. Now and I said it was all going really well, and she's like, "Oh, it's getting well." She's but I couldn't bite my tongue. I had to say something. To him, and, and she's like, I didn't know. So she's like, I always go well. And then she asked him, She was like, Oh, so how did you two meet? And then apparently, Woody Harrison was like, Or Woody Allen, not Woody Harrison. I was gonna say, Woody Harrison's like, Yeah, I mean, listen, Woody's not a good Woody Harrison's like, I'm gonna be a big deal yeah. in 10 years, I'll tell you. That. Yeah, oh, but the, apparently, they were just like, And she went, I'll just leave now. Cheers. And he's like, it's I been a good one. Change her nappies and was like, Oh, oh no! <laughs> that's the reality of that situation. I haven't made anything up. Oh no, that's horrible, Woody. Well, Woody's a gross name too, isn't it? Woody. Yeah, Speak, funny, speaking of Woody, the next question is from Peter Woods. He said, "If you had twenty four hours left to live, what are you going to do with your final day?" That's depressing. I honestly probably sit in the house and garn. Be like, "Fuck, I'm not ready to die." I'd yeah. be getting fucking hammered. But why? Why wouldn't you? So one day left. Yeah, because what if you like? Oh, I've beaten all amounts of shit out of asses, or no, no, like that. All right, I've been drunk, eating loads of food, going around eating ass, just like <laughs> <laughs> nom nom nom. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what'll kill me. But what'll be bad is whenever you meet some Peter at the gates, your breath will smell shit. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. Like the right I know, now, and right? he's like, listen, go on. There's a wee friggin' lemony wipe. Go around the corner and fucking come back in ten minutes. Right, but if you go up to the kids of heaven, you've still got your, your wee tear stained eyes. He's going. I know. There's no fruits in heaven. True, and then he's probably like, "Here, Barabbas coming. Fucking sort <laughs> this guy out here. He's a fucking dickhead." And he's like, "Oh, you made it in, Barabbas. Good to see you, mate. Good to see you, bro. What happened to your hands? Fucking. <laughs> yeah, I just cry all day and probably go for a walk by myself and then kill myself. Why, on the wall, yeah, because I wouldn't like my kids and all to be like building up the moment. Then I just die. I'd be like, right, see you later. Uh. That's it. No, I'd, I'd be making such a scene of it. Yeah, oh, I I'd live stream it. I don't know. Well, maybe that's what we'll do. Go on Patreon or Twitch or something. Yeah, you know? Patreon for the last ever episode. Your head just blows off at the end, like Suicide Squad. Why don't we do that? 
Just, oh, well, because you're not actually going to die. Like, we, we could be like, you know, what's that that cult called? Is it not the Moonies or something? It's like the per, the Heaven's Gate. You know the guy who's like looks looks like Shane Todd's dad. Is that the Kool-Aid ones? Yeah, and they all were Jim um, Jones. No, no, no. That Jim Jones is different. One, this other guy, he was the Heaven's Gate, and they all wore like Jordans. They all wore sweet purple Jordans and hoodies, and then they I all, am not aware of this. Oh clothes. no, Ben. Oh, you don't have the mic anymore because you came in. Um, that's <sighs> fine. Heaven's Gate. I see the guy looks like Shane's dad. Where is he? <laughs> there. So Heaven's Gate. Um, was by Dumb. the way dope logo Heaven's Gate was a religious group for those of you that don't know um, often described often, I love this Heaven's Gate was a religious movement often described as a cult um, founded by and led by Bonnie Nettles and Marshall Applewhite which by the way some of the characters that I would make up on prank phone calls um, let's see so the mass suicide they're always into doing that like yeah, the group began renting a large home which they called the monastery and blah 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 were were our Max and just asphyxiated themselves on drugs? It's weird. Nice put plastic bags around their heads, and they wore black and white Nikes. Here, let's. It's weird that the Nikes were such a big part of it. Oh like, no! Yeah, you have to kill yourself, right? You do have to be wearing Nikes, though. What? Yeah. I can't get into heaven without Nikes. No, I mean, listen. At least, at least they're looking dope. Because there you go. There's a <laughs> here, mate. There's there you go. There's a fucking dead guy there in the heavens gate cult. So they're all in their beds. So their things are always freaky. Like, See if you're the the police officer, right? Yeah, and you're investigating all that. You see all these sweet Air Jordans. Yeah, stroking a few like the aren't police they? report's yeah. gonna be like they were all barefoot. I know. <laughs> Fucking couple of Barabbas and the friggin' San Diego cops. <laughs> it's me walking out with forty pairs of Jordans and ten, ten cans of beer. It's <laughs> in a Spider-Man suitcase. <laughs> Don't know what's happening in there. Fucking hell. Um, that was brilliant. Um, right, we'll rush through these. Dave McCaster said, "Would you rather have a great feed, Dave, or a great shag?" Love a podcast, mate. That's a good question. Oh, great feed. All day. Shag. See, you're, you still have have you still have seed left in you? I'd not eat for a week and then go for yeah. the shag. Yeah, I mean, you could just combine both and eat ass. You know, you know the, yeah. yeah. Eat her cannibal stuff. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Great idea. Um, no, for me, a good feed, definitely, because you can live without having sex. You can't live without eating. No, you can't live happily without having sex. Oh, me and I'm married. You can. You, you find other ways to pass. My case in point, ladies and gentlemen. You find people. You find you find ways. Like for example, sitting in a room just with other guys, just chatting shit. I guess. Yeah. You know, sex is good. I'll yeah. have it. Yeah, I'll have it again. Yeah, I'm this is better than sex, but we're yeah, doing right now. I'm a born again virgin. There'll come a day <laughs> where I'll do it again. <laughs> and the last question is for Lucy. Said, "Will the comedy club?" in Copeland be a regular thing or just a one-off it'll be regular hopefully and I think there's going to be a date again in December so thank you very much for everyone for listening to the podcast if you haven't already written reviewed do all that stuff check out Modest Beer and um, you'll get some in your wee bag later and thanks Billy for actually coming on time you were on time we are supposed to meet at 9 o'clock it's now 20 to 10 that was my fault we've run over this episode's long but we've had an impromptu guest so thanks for coming on the podcast no let's worries. do some work Ben no cheers see you next week guys I'm the slack guy.